two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. Yes, yes. we do. <laughs> deedly do um yes and deedly do tup do you think uh any chance that's where they got deedly deedly deet deedly deedly deet for uh she rocks in the treetops yes, from ned flanders oh is that a, oh there's something a whole thing i don't know about huh oh i don't know uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you what you know about uh <laughs> ned flanders and hidely hodely and uh Yes, indeedly do. Oh, so he's the yes, indeedly do founder. Okay. Well, uh, well, he's the, certainly the one who made it famous. I don't know if anybody was doing it before him. Possibly okay. uh, the rocks in the tree shop guys. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Honestly, as a seemed like you were just making a joke there, but uh, the writer for The Simpsons was a big fan of those guys, and uh, you know she truly does rock in the treetops. Yeah, that that could be it, for sure. Yeah, tweedly deedly deet. Uh, deedly, deedly's in there. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know if to me tweedly deedly deet. Yeah, tweedly deedly deet. There we go. Deedly deedly um, deet. Oh, but no, but the very first one. Oh, excuse me. I guess right. The second half, the uh, the verse two is so. Verse one is tweedly deedly deet. Verse two is tweedly deedly deet. Oh, right. So right. That is, it never is deedly deedly deed. Deedly deedly deed. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a revelation to come to live here on the podcast. Schedule big uh, revelations for, for live podcast broadcasts. Yes, bomb podcasts. dropping sessions. <laughs> Planned obsolescence in the world <laughs> of uh, dropping bombs. Okay. So the writer for The Simpsons was, after all, a uh, Rocks in the Treetop fan. Um, Who was that? Was that Kiss with Larry Templeton or whatever you said the <laughs> other thing was? Ace Freely. Ace Freely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. They, I'm sure they did a version of it at some point. But I want to say this was uh, somebody older and more soulful. Okay. Like Michael Jackson. No, I don't think so. No? I can hear uh, MJ singing it. Oh, actually, yeah, maybe you're right. What am I picturing? I'm picturing like a different version of it, I guess. But now yeah. I can picture uh, a Michael Jackson version of it. The rocks and the treetop themselves is what you're picturing. Yeah. Ooh. The Michael Jackson version in your head is good. Let's start this whole podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think so? Okay, cool. No, I don't know. Keep going. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, just in case, uh, a podcast, <laughs> a podcast for a new tomorrow, one way or the other, um, you know, spread your podcast wings and fly is what we're yeah. really trying to say, right? I do believe so. Yeah. I wish I had a podcast I could skate away on. The, uh, the Joni Mitchell. a podcast for every. <laughs> <laughs> Joni Mitchell, Tup. I'm going to say you don't know who much about her, do you? Joni Mitchell is did is she uh don't it always seem to go or no maybe I actually don't know very much about her <laughs> 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 but uh yeah somebody new did that song was it like Uncle Cracker or somebody was like all right well we hate to give credit to a man with the name Uncle Cracker but very very good version we don't know what to what to make of that or how to reconcile it I don't think so. I think you had uh, Counting Crows do a version of it. Um, mm. And then Uncle Cracker did a version of that other song, which is, oh, what oh, song wait. is that? Follow me, everything is all right. Yeah. That's I'll be just the one? There. That's just, I think that's just an Uncle Cracker song. <laughs> <laughs> a Joni Mitchell-inspired, maybe, original Unky the Crackman. Yeah. But there, Uncle Cracker did do a cover of some song, and I guess it could be the one that you just said. I get it. I, I can't remember. 
Unky the Crack Man. All right. Well, is that it was Uncle Cracker a, a one hit wonder? Or did, did they? Uh, good question. Um, um, yeah, I just have the one. Follow me. Everything is all right. And that actually might be cake. Now that we're talking about it. No. No that that's Uncle Cracker, I think. And then, but they did uh, they did do a cover, and it wasn't a Joni Mitchell song. Hmm. What the heck was that song? Follow uh, me. I got it. I got to figure that out now. They, but yeah, it was Counting Crows who did the uh, did all the Uncle uh, Cracker songs. Yeah, to, <laughs> <laughs> Counting Crows are the ones who, who did that. For Uncle uh, Cracker. <laughs> Counting Crows did that. Um, that. I'll be the one to tuck you <laughs> in <laughs> Right? Or is that? <laughs> I think that was them, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, well, you know, hey, anything we can do to put that one to bed, I say let's do it. I think image, uh, come up with some images for it, upload right. it as what, a, uh, a personalized lecture onto some college website and, and call it a day? Yes. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Yeah, that's what what Uncle Cracker beat off. Oh, okay. That was the the cover of his lifetime. Okay. Day after day, I'm more confused. (laughs) I look for the light through the pouring rain. Shitty song. She pay your parents. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, la, la, la. Oh, no. Ooh, what was it? It wasn't la, la, la. Ooh, bop, bop, bop. Right, they threw you a curveball oh, with that. Give it, my, give it all away, mama. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Let's hand it to um, a voting ceremony that says this guy did the best cover, and it's now his. He owns it now. The cover's better. Yes. And you can kind of steal rights away. I think the Joni Mitchell song is the better version. The Uncle Cracker version, I think, just only because he didn't record it, is is a sleeper. Uh, and then <laughs> the Counting Crows one's just not as good, but uh, but fine. A fine, and then, yeah. catchy song. Right. Just well, Then you figure that, hey, uh, Counting Crows were the ghostwriter for Uncle Cracker all along. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was the drummer. There are those projects where, like, hey, you know, like the drummer from uh, Nine Inch Cracker. Nails. <laughs> the drummer for Nine Inch Nails is actually Uncle Cracker. <laughs> I think isn't Uncle Cracker just one guy? I guess that's why I he's think the so. uncle. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a classic Hootie and the Blowfish where you assume one of the guys is Uncle Cracker. <laughs> it's really just the name of the band. It's like Tom, Joe, Pete, and George. Right. Uh, I think I was combining that with the Beatles. But anyway, they're like, which one's Uncle Cracker? And it's like, nah, I don't know. Not really any of them. Right. All of us together make Uncle right. Cracker, yeah. And they, they get together and they wear one costume. That would be actually a good band gimmick. Everybody just, play, like the four guys just are different parts of this uh, like inflatable, pretty realistic looking person. I like that, yeah. I think the same deal uh, was going on with Joni Mitchell. There was like five or six guys in Joni Mitchell. <laughs> Uncle Cracker, Counting Crows, Soundgarden, and uh, and Toad the Wet Sprocket Top. It's about time we talked about it, don't you think? Yes. Yes, Toad indeed. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yeah. What's your? Um, how do you? How do you uh, couch that one? It it honestly gives me um, a little bit of Boulevard of the Ally feels where that's a name of a road in Pittsburgh and just seems like an unnecessary name. Um, I feel like two of the guys in the band were funny and then like the other two guys aren't funny. And so I don't know which half is funny and which isn't, but half of it's funny and half it isn't. I think it depends on what it's surrounded by. And I think you just have a big ceremony vote whose fault it was. The two guys who came up with the beginning and the two guy, or the two guys who came up uh, with the end. 
Okay, you're saying you know who's funny and who's not in in the band Toad the Wet Sprocket, and you think only two <laughs> of them are funny? Yeah, I Toad himself, not very funny. Oh, gotcha. All right. And wet is the funniest. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Cracker, the drummer for Uncle Cracker is wet. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, wet. Yeah. Is it? I, I mean, sure, everybody knows the real answer, but is it like Toad, comma, the wet sprocket? Like uh, Toad is what they call this one particular wet sprocket? Or Oh, wait a minute. That's what I would have thought my whole life. And now I'm thinking Toad's a verb. Toblerone. Toad's a verb. Okay. It, they're they're doing that to the wet sprocket. Okay, go to They're suggesting. Hey, Mervis, go over and toad that wet sprocket for me. <laughs> kind of yes. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen anybody toad this wet sprocket in months. Jeez, no pay. wonder it's so wet. Right. <laughs> no wonder it's still a sprocket. It hasn't changed into what it's uh, meant to. Yeah, I assume sprockets in the electrical tadpole. world. <laughs> yeah. Sprocket, or it just sounds too much like socket, so I, I, my brain does a, a dance and calls it that. Yeah, I mean, I think in uh, the show, The Jetsons, uh, Spacely's Sprockets, maybe? Like, there was the place where George Jetson worked. Okay. Spacely's so space... Sprockets. I think it's like some mechanical, uh, you know, thing, like a, like a gear or like a... I, I'm picturing, like, combine a gear with a spring, and that's what a sprocket is. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, gearwithaspring.com. Man, I think that would be a nice, just come up with some good hybrid, you know, a nail and a screw. <laughs> just like, oh, that was my contribution to a house building. Right, a hammer plus a nail. <laughs> right. Yeah, you just leave the hammer, you nail it in, and then you're like, well, the hammer's there. It's not there with it, too. But it's decorative. Wait a minute. Yeah. Because it's always hard to, you know, find a nail when you get, you get, you can always okay. find a hammer, but where's the nail? Why don't you just build it right into the hammer? <laughs> right. Classic fix two problems at once. Um, but here, wait a minute, Top. All right. You got to nail something up to a wall. You got to like, I don't know, some support thing. So, okay. Like we would just do a nail every few square feet. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do here is we're going to arrange to where we need the nails to match up with a really cool design. And when we nail it all the way in, the hammer will be stuck to it. It makes this cool design on the wall. So it's an art piece, one of a kind. No one's ever thought to do this. Okay. Fine. <laughs> um, all right. So other tool-based art. No, of course not. Um, <laughs> what about this, Top? Are they doing this out there in the, uh, in the tech world? Are they doing arrange my apps into a, a saying or like arrange my apps into a design and you just like go you scroll along all right here's here's what's possible based on the apps you have um and here are your design choices and like some program written that'll arrange uh home screens that's cool so sort of like some of those uh art pieces where they take a bunch of smaller pictures and turn it into one big picture of like elvis or something like that Oh, I do like those. Yes, right. Up close, you're like, oh, this is a, an iPhone screen pulled up to the YouTube app. Yeah. When you back up, yeah, it's like this amazingly clear picture of Maggie Gyllenhaal, you know, yes. whatever, from some movie. Right. So maybe you're saying like that, except with just the app icons on your phone. Yes, and you leave your phone, you know, your honor system. You, there are these little stations around town, and you can put your iPhone on there, and you can walk 20 blocks away. And be like, oh, yeah, from back here, it looks perfectly like the Nike swoosh. Right. But first you have to give your and, phone to some guy so he can, like, move all your icons around. and and. Uh, oh, yes. He can be the guy who holds it, too. Yep. He holds it. He gets to keep it afterwards. And uh, Nike pays to have theirs look like Nike from far away. They're like, oh, another Nike one? This is bullshit. This used to be, like, a cool artistic thing we're doing here. Nike bought them all up, and it's just from 20 yards away. It looks like it's a Nike swoosh now. Or some of them say, just do it. Yes. It's just, they're all just Maggie Gyllenhaal wearing a, a Nike hat. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maggie Gyllenhaal wearing a Nike hat. I think, um, what do you, where do you factor that out in tough? Do you write a sketch show around that? Do you tweet it once? Do you buy a website 
have people upload fan art? Where do you where do you put that one in? Um, just podcast uh, throwaway comment. I think that's all. <laughs> okay, that's all that Good. one deserves. What, 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 what's your uh, where do you put Maggie Gyllenhaal in the pantheon of uh, actors? I don't know her work very well. I keep thinking of um, Joan Cusack in School of Rock for Maggie Gyllenhaal, but I'm getting there. Maggie Gyllenhaal, I remember there was a bunch of uh, uproar. Um, she played, I want to say, uh, an exotic dancer. Oh, okay. And, you know, do not play those types of characters on TV. Was that what the uproar was, maybe? I didn't know that. You're not supposed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I am actually not sure, but Maggie <laughs> Gyllenhaal, I think, does she, uh, yeah, say she's as good as her brother. Don't don't compare them. What's the best way to proceed most lovingly with regard to siblings in Hollywood? I, I don't know. Like, did one of them make it first and then the other one was like, I'm Jake Gyllenhaal's brother? John Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it. So he's like, but I have this great I sister, great Maggie. Sister, yeah. <laughs> Did something? Yeah. Was it like, because neither of them are really blowing my socks off my feet. No, I think, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is like just medium satisfying as an actor. You're like, okay, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Right. Right in the middle of a, this will be a satisfactory movie. Right. Satisfactory based enough on just satisfaction. Satisfaction sounds po uh, positive. Satisfactory sounds negative. I agree. Yeah. Satisfactory. It's a, yeah, factory that's producing <laughs> satisfaction, I would think. But. Oh, okay. There we go. And then it's only just mediumly decent co comedians. Mm hmm. The satisfactory. The stat, or the, uh, yeah, yeah. I think we, I think we, you already said it. The sadness factory. That's more like it. Sadness factory. There we go. Uh, factorials. Um, but yeah, top arrange the apps. Is that, they're already doing that, right? It's gotta be. I don't know. I, I mean, I bet you can get, find an Android app that would do that for you. Uh, but I don't think there's anything like that on an iPhone. Okay. So what do you do? You, uh, show up to Silicon Valley, write your name on the sign up sheet. Yeah, I think pack up all your stuff, drive out <laughs> to Silicon Valley and sleep out in your car for a week and chase down fancy looking guys whenever they leave in office buildings. <laughs> Ask them where the best place is to, <laughs> to, to park your ideas. car to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh that's awesome okay right okay apps to yeah. be made uber guys who do that top walk around and hey yeah like you need a question answered in the area yeah, I'll just walk around <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can like Uber me and I'll come meet you at some corner and you'd be like, hey, I was just wondering, like, you know, I don't know, do you have recommendations in the neighborhood or, you know, can you tell me which way to go to get someplace? Oh, you got the map for that on the phone. <laughs> I think you can do the use like TaskRabbit for anything like that. You know, if you just okay. want somebody to come give you a, answer to a question that you have they'll they'll just do that <clears throat> one of them just uh came over and cooked a friend of mine lasagna like just you know oh, wow just i oh, if i wanted some home cooked lasagna so i just got a task rabbit to come over and and cook some lasagna hmm okay what do you you got to make sure everybody's careful or no you just say on the website we don't we're not responsible if anybody gets killed yeah just say that really big and <clears throat> and that's what the task rabbit has to say to you when they show up to cook the lasagna too. <laughs> hey, I'm not responsible I'm... if I kill you. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a task rabbit, so. 
<laughs> See here, they have it pulled up on their phone <laughs> on the website. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. All right, where are your knives? <laughs> I got to start cooking up some lasagna here. Um, yeah, and then it's like an entrapment situation. You keep trying to bait them into killing you. <laughs> Dude, I'm actually just here to cut, you know, or uh, cook you some lasagna. Cut you some lasagna. Have you ever used any of those things? Uh, TaskRabbit no, or whatever, Postmates or any of these? The closest thing I have to TaskRabbit was uh, living at the mansion. I just thought somebody was one of our roommate's guests. And so, like, I was just trying to make them feel welcome because they were down in uh, the living room, like, putting all these cords together, like, organizing all these cords or uh, cables, I suppose. And uh, she's like, yes, like, where are you from? And, like, all this stuff just, oh, like, cool. Like, and, and you know, Jason. Okay, cool. And they, like, yeah, I guess. And and then I just found out after, like, trying to just host them for an hour, they were a task rep. <laughs> like, organizing music cables and, uh, I guess, computer cables. Wow. They didn't. They never broke it to you or, like, at some point they no. did? Okay. I mean, I, I found out, I think, just after... Um, yeah, like it was maybe like the second half an hour of the person's shift, you know, something like that, or I don't know how it works, but I, they had been there for a while. I came in, was there for the other, probably half of them being there and, uh, found it afterwards and I didn't, didn't know what it was. So didn't expect, didn't, or didn't suspect it at all. I wouldn't have suspected uh, that either. I mean, yeah. yeah, especially after him answering that he was a friend of Jason's too. Yeah. yeah, like, are you here with Jason or just something like that? Yeah. Gotcha. Like, so, I, maybe I didn't ask it. Did you grow up with Jason? Yeah. Right. Are you a task rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> are you getting paid for doing whatever that is you're doing over there? Yeah. <laughs> Through a task rabbit? I hear it's great. I've, I've heard of it. Um, yeah. And Postmates I used until they were like, all right, your free trial's over. And now it's like, you know, $43 to get one burrito. Uh, okay, you have to like sign up to to do that, get a burrito every day or something like that. Yeah, I think yeah, you have to delete your account and restart it every day. You want to get a burrito. Okay, yeah. Um, you fax your order into, into Chipotle and they fax the burrito back. Um, yeah, I think the um, the Postmates just made it sweet up front and we're like, well, I this isn't good enough to pay these prices. Right, like, okay. I, but with free delivery, if free delivery had remained, I think I would have just been like, Postmates is the best. You guys can all nice try everybody else. Because um, they were doing some good stuff. Like they were, I feel like they were the first to deliver Chipotle. And, um, you know, for that, that was a big development at a certain point. They'll always hold a special place in your heart. Yes. The, uh, the hole in my heart shall be filled with Chipotle, a big... Uh, a big Facebook group dedicated to it. Um, all right, so the arrangement of the apps idea, drive out to Silicon Valley. Silicon? Silicon. What do you do? Uh, let me try it. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about moving to Silicon Valley. Uh, I'm mm, thinking about moving Silicon. to Silicon Valley. Yeah, I think Silicon, which sounds horrible, but... <laughs> Silicon... Jake Silicon Hall. <laughs> um, you know, I came out to Silicon Valley after I started. Act I had a lot of fun in the movies, though. Like, I just figured I would come out here afterwards. Like, I had some, I had read some books on, like, venture capitalism. Um, I know what you mean uh, there. And yeah, and out of, and out of the, out of the woods attempt anyway. Yeah. Um, that's a good Maggie Gyllenhaal right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So what was that? And then I just, like, Still had it in me to want to like direct, oh, direct on Broadway. Uh, turned into um, which of Bert and Ernie is that? He Bert, Ernie. <laughs> Bert always says hello to himself. Ah, uh, Bert. He Bert. Which one is that? It's what we're famous for. All right. 
Um, That's fine, just fine. We we are back in business top and a long time coming. Um, you know, we asked for it. You guys gave it to us. Uh, I've been two people in the same story who are named the same thing. I came across it in a book. Two Charlies. Wow. Two Charlies? Yes. How, how many characters in the whole book? Oh, man. 30, 40, 50. Jesus. That seems tough to follow. Yeah. yeah. And I of that, I wonder what the statistics are. How many Charlies would there Two. be out of 50 people? Two. <laughs> There's the only study ever done. <laughs> But yeah, this the chauffeur was named Charlie, and uh, one of the people's kids was only mentioned like once. And I I went back. I was like, did they really just do this? Like, yes, the chauffeur was Charlie, and so was like, yeah, like I said, one of the guy's kids who was only like referenced. <laughs> you never saw him in the book. I see. Did every time they mentioned the chauffeur after that, they kept saying the chauffeur in parentheses, not the one, of, not the <laughs> kid from earlier. Yeah, or it was just done in a way... Yes, they did do that first off. <laughs> no, it was done in a way where it was just obvious who they were talking about. They'd be like, um, you know, He was Harrison. chauffeuring them around. <laughs> yeah. Charlie yeah, was chauffeuring right. them. Man, the... Yeah, that would always mean that it was the sun. <laughs> <laughs> they would always like crisscross it to like keep people on their toes. Right. Um. But yeah, we've been begging for that one for years. Three, four mics per story. Two Joes and a uh, whatever the other most popular name. I think I think the most popular name in the world is Muhammad. Yes. Well, now they say never meet your heroes. Does it feel is it weird now that you've uh, finally stared uh, two Charlies in the face? It it is. Yeah, I guess it's like oh, you think when you get that to that. It's going to be all over. And you're like, oh, well, there's nothing else. I'll just be happy forever now. Yeah. You're like, no, I want to see three Charlies now. It never gets oh, itched. Oh, damn. That's the nice little microcosm of life itself, right? Right, man. What? How many Charlies is too many? Exactly. When are you just going to sit back and say, oh, I've got my beautiful family and I've got enough here to eat and whatever. I'm just happy. It doesn't, I don't need the the guy at the grocery store to also be named Charlie, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, man. Yep. Right. I think somebody stops you on the street and says, "Hey, stop right there. You should be plenty happy with all this." Yep. That'd be a nice thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that job, Tup? City I, councilman. Yeah. <laughs> put put some of these city councilmen to work. I don't think they're doing anything else. So yeah. Have him be out. If I'd vote for a city councilman who stopped me on the street and said, "Hey, aren't you doing well enough? What are you? You really need to cross this street." <laughs> you got my vote, buddy. I don't know who you are, but I like the way you think. <laughs> just yeah honestly yeah because i think little changes do make you happier so the guy just you know to convince you to take a different way home don't cross the street right here and subconsciously he's you know these weird little goals you can check off or something weird with like self-development yes that's that <laughs> i'm with you on that <laughs> sitting out someone Hey, give me a second. Hey, where are you going? I'm, dude, I'm just out taking a walk. Leave me alone. No, where are you going? I'm going to night class, okay? If you must know. Why? I don't know. I, like, got bored with my undergraduate degree. I figured I'd go back to school and maybe try to learn something. I don't know. Whatever. Like, no. Regular college is fine. All right, fine. <laughs> you have my vote. I quit. You have my vote, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, if you could go around and get your own votes, like, they do have to do something like that ahead of time. There was a lady who was like, hey, can you, like, vouch for me as the, like, you know, head of District 5 or something? Just sign this petition. And I was like, sure, yeah. 
And I thought that was plenty. I thought that was way more than I was obligated to do. And then she was like, can you like work for me? And can you go get some more of these? And I was like, oh, I think I have to say no to that. But like, man, that's a big jump. I, I... <laughs> that's nice that you were able to, uh, you know, turn her down though. That's good. I, but I will, I said, I will take some of these and put them in the uh, lobby of my building. How's that sound? She's like, oh, like still just dis really disappointed in me at that. Just that. I was like, oh, oh. And then she like asked me the next day and totally forgot who I was. Maybe it was like two days later. She's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I really can't remember her name. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, we, we spoke the other day. I, I signed the petition already and I like spread these around in our building. And, and I've been working for you ever since. So. <laughs> yeah, I I had another moment of thought, and I've decided yes, I would like to <laughs> come work for you. You're not annoying me at all. That's uh, as I I think has been discussed on the podcast. That's way more than I was willing to do for the lady who was running for city council in this building. Who all mm -hmm. she wanted to, me to do was just politely say that yes, she had my vote, and I wouldn't do it. So <laughs> <laughs> you're never getting that vote. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice um, whoever coming home to the house in college one day and being like, dude, you got to check out this thing, Facebook. It's all the new craze. <laughs> Just because I can sense your excitement about it, you have my word that I will never join that. <laughs> like, whoa. Yes. A really nice uh, angle to take. And um, the angles we take. A Good. book. You gotta Write come. that book. Yeah, you gotta. Huh, you gotta give something a shot. Otherwise, what are you even doing? Right. The angles we take, and uh, you need to start in the summer of nineteen. No, I guess in the summer of two thousand three in College Park, Maryland. I took a shot. -na 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 -na. Audiobook? <laughs> <laughs> I think even in the audiobooks, they don't do like a lot of. Uh, musical interludes or anything like actually i've never listened to a novel yeah like some uh full-on just have it the uh the movie just the audio parts of the movie and on the parts where they're just like driving up the mountain from the helicopter view just somebody who they deem their voice is the most soothing says that over and over until they're done that scene oh it's just somebody watching the movie and and explaining the whole movie to you now this guy's <laughs> oh, coming over that's to the, good yeah <laughs> yes right Car's driving really fast. It's going really fast. He's going to, oh, ooh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, that is, I don't up. think they, yeah. <laughs> There's no way they survived that. Um, oh, that's good. Have somebody explain a movie to you, the podcast. What's that podcast called? Famous for this podcast, and we just changed this into that because <laughs> I don't have anything else going on. I, I think, right. yeah, happy to start watching movies on here. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. All right. Back on the uh, Hire a Celebrity to Do Your Grocery Shopping for You podcast. Everybody, welcome. Oh, yes. The, uh, oh, let me think. Not cameo, but. Um, yeah, what, what would be gross? Something with the word grocery. Right. Grocery. <laughs> Cammy Gross. Uh, tell me about it. What's how does that work? Um, yeah. How do you know? I guess with just the the celebrity involvement in different things, like hire a celebrity to uh, get on a Facetime with you, hire a celebrity to uh, show up with your groceries. Like I want to pay uh, Derek Jeter. Yeah, and he just has fun rates. He's like, I'm I'm bored this week. I'm retired. Like I'm gonna do a five dollar grocery o's this week and he'll come up and just you know deliver your groceries deliver wow okay and like maybe have a what he teams up with uh somebody who needs to get their message out like who he deems needs to get their message out and they come and do a presentation with Derek Jeter <laughs> okay <laughs> so like the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints kind of thing yes oh right which as we are seeing more and more with this Hulu show um, the dangers of um, believing certain Watching things. too many Hulu shows. <laughs> Watching too much television in your spare time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, under the banner of heaven. Yes, a banner which, as we all know, is uh, 
Aren't we? What is the meaning? Let's see. Let's break down the meaning. Banner. What is it called again? Under the banner of heaven. Under the banner of heaven. All right. So it does. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, heaven would be above, you know, if you believe the uh, traditional me traditional meaning of the word. So under the banner would be high up. Under. There's plenty of space under. Okay. Checks out. I, I guess I guess Mormonism is true. <laughs> 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 yes. John Smith truly was uh, Pocahontas' dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Joseph Smith, I want to say. John's yeah. brother. Yeah. Joseph Smith, American Moses, or whatever. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the Book of Mormon. Oh, okay. I have not seen that, unfortunately, um, yet. So, right. I want, did they catch a bunch of shit for that? Who's that? Who's they? <laughs> the guys, Joseph Smith for starting Mormonism. Oh, no. yeah. He sure did. Yeah. I think he actually did. Yeah. I think they came and took away all his rifles and um, said, you know, you need a registration for this uh, assault rifle. Yes. That was, that did not sit well with him. <laughs> this did not make. <laughs> Joseph very happy in retrospect. <laughs> we didn't know it at the time. He was very interesting with his emotions. All was Joseph. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mormonism still became a religion. Right. It's wild that Mormonism became a religion. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it's wild. All of them are wild, but just it's wild because we know the story of uh, of, how they of old Joe that Smith. Hulu show. Yeah. Yes, of the making of. There's a whole separate show, the making of the, the Hulu show, uh, under the banner of heaven. <laughs> it's uh, all acted again. They all watched it and were like, they critiqued it. Andrew Garfield was like, you know, I think I could uh, develop a little bit better friendship with uh, with Rainwater, as he's named in uh, the show Yellowstone. Oh, okay. What 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 is up with Andrew Garfield? Just is he? Is he like overacting that role or what's going on where he's just like, so is he's, he's just so conflicted the whole time. He just looks really upset all the time in the I, show. Yeah. I think he's uh, nailing something. I, I'm not sure what it is, but I think it's that thing of like, you got to represent the good side of uh, something too. Like you can't just be like, here's this terrible organization. Cause I think, I don't know, maybe you should, maybe you can do that, but maybe this is their attempt not to do that and be like, well, here's this like really good dude who also is a Mormon. Yeah, but you're just talking about the plot of the thing. I'm just saying like he's, he's just looks like he's about to cry in every scene in the well, whole yeah. thing. I think they're trying to show the good the <laughs> 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 two different conversations. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the Garf man, I think he does it. I think he doesn't raise any eyebrows. Like, it's okay. not like, this is amazing. But I think he's like, he's oh. getting the job done. He's a, he's, he deserves what he gets paid. He's a, he's a very, uh, an actor you're fine with seeing, I, I'll give him. Yeah, yeah, Andy, I mean. Andy the Garf man. Right. Garfield saves the Mormons, in parentheses of uh, the show. Yeah, a little like slang parentheses. Gar okay, yeah. The... The cast gets to vote on what the alternative name is. Right. Yep. Garfield saves the Mormons. Uh, All right. What would you name? What's your What's your second favorite show out there right now? I'm not that I'm saying that's your first favorite, but what's your second um, favorite? Yeah. Let's go with um, Below Deck. Okay. Below Deck. All right. What's the slang cast voted on name for Below Deck? Um. Captain, what's the captain's name again? Captain. Oh, Neil. man. I, captain, uh, the guy who talks like this. Um, man, oh, they'll just, it's a joke that I can't think of it. Um, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I have not I have seen not, it. I have no idea what you're talking about, even. Below deck? Captain whatever uh, runs a tight ship. Okay. It's a, it's a boat-related show? Yep. And uh, they go on what are known as, man, I can't think of any of the key words here. Uh <laughs> expeditions with uh different groups for a few days and okay. um 
And they're, the head stewardess is called the top. You will not like this. It's called the chief stew. Oh, my God. The chief <laughs> stew. <laughs> yeah, like his head stewardess, like, okay, or steward. Right. Stewards of thy bounty. Chief stew. <laughs> yeah. And I think stew. Yeah. Chief stew. It's, it sounds like it's a funny, like, chef title. And then, but also it's just, it's kind of, you know, it reminds me of when the people were trying to call the class known as Catholic social thought, Cath Soch. Yes. And I do all that. I do all this stuff. So why am I being hypocritical? Hypocritical. Certain ones just hit you as like, ah, that's not one. But they, they say that about what we do. So. Aren't you doing it though? Uh, kind of ironically, not really ironically. It's I, there's a difference between doing it ironically and just doing it because you enjoy doing it, but you're 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 doing it knowing full well how stupid it is. <laughs> yes, the the what's the ladder? The third ladder. The the most recent thing you said is definitely the one where the line is definitely blurred of what's going on. But yeah, my best guess is that started making fun. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. Started making fun. Uh, it was fun to make fun. Turns out it was fun to just do it because <laughs> you just get convinced of something. I don't know. Your brain's doing something. Fun to just do it. Oh, who cares? You you grow up and you say, oh, whatever. Just like I'm just like saying gibberish. It's just fun. Um, and you go through all these different phases of, of what is actually happening. And you land on... Uh, Becoming Mormon. We, <laughs> you land on saving the Mormons with old uh, Garfield over here. Um, yeah, win by winning a sweepstakes program to be the co-star. Yeah, they seem like they got a few good things going on. The Mormons—they're all—they are all very nice. I mean, we were—we had a, a Mormon in high school with us. Nice the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. And yeah, was just <laughs> one of the longer nicknames out there for a high school kid. <laughs> No, who was, or, you know, code for who was it, if you don't want to say their name. No, no, uh, Thomas Quinn, I believe is his name. Oh, okay. Nice. TQ. Yeah, good old right TQ. Right-handed pitcher. Big, uh, big Mormon. Okay. Um, right away, Tom. Nice as the day is long, right? Yep. Okay. Tommy the Q-Man Quinn. Yeah, right-handed pitcher. Um, I, think there was an, I think Quinn had a nice arm. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was an athlete of any uh, repute at all. Yes. Um, yep. Not to be reputed. Uh <laughs> he was a varsity baseball player. Yes. Holy shit. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. I take it back. I thought I was complimenting some nerd, not some uh, varsity jock. Tommy the Q man. I think he did a nice job of just being a. Um, an unassuming bro, and then like, hey, I play varsity baseball too. And a lot of you guys who would probably not be as nice as you should be, I'm better than you in sports. I think yeah, he did a yeah. nice job of that. That's great. All right, well, like I said, oh. I take it back, so. <laughs> yes, wherever Tom is these days, to this day, um, hope you're doing well, and uh, nice work on, on varsity there, yeah. Yeah, I hope we run into each other and uh, you wind up seeing the tattoo that I have of you uh, pitching a fastball. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, any new tattoo-based ideas come across your desktop? Um, I don't think so. Tattoo your... What information on what part of your body? A whole movement. Maybe... Would you ever consider getting a tattoo that... Uh, like has the entire plan to kill um, the tattoo artist that you then go in to get your next tattoo for. And then he's like, he's got a tattoo right next to like this list of your whole plan for how you're going to kill him. Step one yeah. is get him to tattoo me right in here in this spot. And then while he's doing that, whatever. Uh, yeah, you you get the tattoo artist who's doing your next tattoo. You find out uh, what his kid's name is, and you get that tattooed with a heart Jeez. on your shoulder blade. <laughs> You're like, can you do? I'm not sure what yet, but I want this other shoulder blade done. And you go in for the consultation, and he sees that. Yes, that's good. 
Um, or yeah, what what other information would um, you get? Right. I mean, I think it's all just about already having a tattoo that he's forced to read that just like, again, it's like a f- the five step process to, to destroying uh, Zeke's tattoo business, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like get tattooed by Zeke and then it's like fake terrible infection or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you start doing this weird cough in the middle of the tattoo. <laughs> I feel the beginning of a, an infection coming on, one that I haven't had before. It feels related to the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. I'm thinking of some names for new diseases. <laughs> Don't have the disease come out until I have the name ready. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, the, the disease name waiting room. Like, all right, well, I've been, it was my job since 1965. I was one of the madmen guys to write disease names. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. So now I got to go reverse engineer a bunch of diseases. <laughs> so all this work I did wasn't for naught. Yes, that's absolutely right. Um, no, not Mad Men guys. They were ads, but it would be the same type of job, right? No need to go back and correct that, or decide that maybe it needed correcting and then bail halfway through. Um. Yeah, gun to your head. What uh, what are you putting on television, Top? You you have to you have to air a show idea tomorrow. You have to film a five minute video tomorrow and send it to somebody for a TV show. I think I've been saying this for a while. I think the uh, the concept is kind of probably already out there now at this point. I think somebody's done something similar anyway. But uh, just hidden camera show, people in jams and. Uh, somebody helps them out and they just get $10 million, you know, like just <laughs> insane amount of money for helping, you know, uh, some, some guy falls over and he doesn't, he looks like, you know, a little questionable of a guy, but he like falls over. It looks like he needs some help. First person who helps him gets $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like that. Um, and you find out right away that that guy, just got out of jail for he definitely killed these two people. Wow. <laughs> he helped out, you know, held the door for this guy at 7-Eleven. Yeah, who do you think got him out of jail? It was the show who got him out of jail in the first place. We had to find somebody to fall over. So <laughs> first guy we thought of, like, ah, oh, I got in jail. Shit. Well, is any good? Yeah, when people's vision and said, no, I know it needs to be this person. And they'll they'll go to these weird lengths. Like, well, we got to wait five years so that guy gets out of jail. Yes. That's what happened with The Office. Like, they wanted Steve Carell. They wanted him to do it. And then, oh, I guess it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to wait until he was done filming uh, Bruce Almighty. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was that. Or, uh, you know, something Evan like Almighty. that. Yeah, Kevin Almighty. Um, yeah, the sequel. But it was going to be Bob Odenkirk for a little bit, as as you probably know. But then, right, right. I I was really trying to get a theory going that Bob Odenkirk and Kirk Herbstreet, oddly both have Kirk in their name, unrelated to what I'm about to say. Same speaking voice, similar to like E from Entourage and Guy Fieri. Sorry for the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, this has been on the podcast before. Okay. Shut the fuck up, turtle. And uh, we're going around. No, they may sound nothing alike. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Bob Odenkirk, yeah, he does. He goes with, uh, well, that's the thing about, you know, listen, from my perspective, <laughs> oh, okay. And oh, that's man. Guy Fieri right there. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> That's Steve Buscemi. Hey, it's me, Buscemi. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, turtle. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, turtle. That, that chimes in as decent once in a while. Right, Come but on, Johnny. What's Curb Herg's, Herb Street? Curb Kirk? Curb Street's voice. <laughs> Curb Herg Street. Um, uh, yeah, he's like, no. No, that, that was Bob Odenkirk. Wait, Kirk is like, I've never tried, I don't claim to have a Kirk Herb Street impression, but here's here's my gun to my head. Let's white lay out. Of course, I'll give it a shot. Um, now, when you look at a guy from USC, you got to think one thing. I sound just like Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> um yeah that's good and what would a conspiracy theorist do say they both have kirk in their name that is bigger than you're giving a credit for don't dispel that right away they might be trying to say that um 9-11 was a conspiracy with with those two words right that's right yeah every little bit counts i think (laughs) conspiracy wise okay right it was already a good conspiracy. Then you go like, well, they both have Kirk also. That's like your, that's like the icing on the cake, I guess. That's the nail on the, uh, and then the cake. Nail on the, the end nail. of the, light at the end of the tunnel. Nail on the end of a, uh, a hammer with blessed. a nail attached to it. Yes. Hammer with a nail attached to it, arranged in an artistic way. First person to ever do it. Um, they say, Hey, can you, uh, move to France and design our hammer business. You say, boy, wow, it was only just this one idea. I I said out loud once and we still think you'd be really good for it. Gee, are you sure? I really. (laughs) 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 And then eventually after going back and forth, um, take less than they uh, offer you. Like, no, I don't need that much. That's good. Well, thanks for hanging out, guys. Yes, thanks for uh, being on the podcast with us yeah. with your own separate microphones and um, Just sitting there silently. Sending us, <laughs> sending us that audio of you sitting there silently every week. We really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Check out uh, The Tallest Guy in Jail on Spotify if you, uh, if you haven't and want to. It's what we're famous for.